0: Mate, week two, we've made it. I don't know how we've made it. There's been that many floodings going along around, around the country at the moment. I'm fair income. I do not remember the last time I saw the sun, Jackson.
1: Sickening stuff, mate. Sickening.
0: Like, it's just, like, non-stop. And apparently we've got three or four more weeks of it. The best part is, Randwick held up from the weekend and it's looking like we might have a race day on our hands. I don't know how, but we could potentially have a race day. And we're going to kick it off there. First of all, How's your week been? Tell me how your week's been, mate.
1: I've uh, been okay, mate. Obviously, everyone's underwater at the moment. I've got a bit of flooding down the bottom level there, so just seeing how we go there. Um, TC flattened me a bit on Colette, not going to lie. Saturday was a bit brutal. I know we were sort of bringing up old wounds there, rubbing salt in, but, yeah, that was a tough one to take. So that was sort of how I rolled into Saturday, uh, Monday. But, yeah, looking to bounce back here, mate.
0: I just want to share a story with everyone. Um, so about 8... 41 tonight, so we're filming at 9:20. I rang Jackson um, just to let him know that I was on my way home from training and I, I just checking in as, as good mates do. Um, anyway, so I ring him and I ask him what, what's he doing, thinking just be you know getting ready for bed, having a shower. What's he doing? He's having a look at the parade ring, um, having a look at the mounting yard for Pakenham Race Seven, was it or Race Five?
1: Yeah, mate, Race Seven. Yeah,
0: um, sickening, sickening stuff, but. The best part is you found a winner.
1: We found one, mate. Ocean Chief. If anyone wants to go back and watch the replay, straight to the front, ping the lids. Away we go. getting in the queue.
0: <laughs> what price was it?
1: Oh, two eighty something like that. Three bucks, maybe.
0: Win's a win. It was very funny to hear. Um, okay, this weekend, Ram Week. We've got a few big guns back in Ram- at Ram Week this weekend. We've got Nat- nature strips back. Animo's back again for the guineas. There's a few really good races if, as long as we get a meeting. Um, we'll kick it off with the challenge. Who? This is a race that Nature Strip sort of attacked every year. Redzel used to do it as well. So he's top of the market, $1.65. Uh, J-Mac back aboard, interesting. Um, Eduardo, two forty. It looks like a race in two. I, I don't see any of these other horses getting near it, but you've got Splintex September Run, Trekking, and the likes below that. What's your opinion, mate? Is it, obviously, it's a two-horse race. Who wins? Who, who gets the upper hand
1: of these two? Yeah, look, I think it's all about the big guns. They're both going to roll forward too. I think Eduardo can actually hold Nature Strip out. I reckon J-Mac would be happy to just sit outside and just sort of control it from there. But I just think Nature Strip's too good. We, we both really liked his run up the straight when he was um, just in there behind Home Affairs. Thought it was run of the day. I'm pretty sure you're you on the same page as well. I think going off that, he just wins here. I don't want to ever hear, on another note, I don't want to ever hear September Run mentioned in another Group 1 or Group 2 race ever again.
0: <laughs> this is Waller just filling in a few numbers, isn't it? It's just throwing, throwing one in there to get a run. I don't even know where she sits anymore. Nature Strip, for me, I, I think that he wins by a bit of a gap. I think, I think the wet suits him really well, too. He goes really good on, in the wet. Um, so does Eduardo, admittedly. But I think Nature Strip, a couple lengths, maybe three or four. Race six, um, this is the firewall. It's actually, it's thrown up a bit of an interesting field. You've got Marzu at the top with 330, sort of not sure where that horse is at. Profiteer, after it's run the Lightning Fives. Remark 550, Dragonstone 9, Sky Command nines. Zapatio 9.50, and the rest are double digits. What do you think? Do you have much of an opinion on the race or is, is it a sit and watch?
1: No, I was pretty keen on Mizzou. I thought the last start was exceptional. It was actually best of the day, 2.7 above benchmark. So that's rock solid. If he repeats that, he pretty much wins. Um, So pretty happy to play on it. I think the price is okay. Best part about it is it maps beautifully. So Sky Command and Profiteer will both roll forward. Not sure if you can back Profiteer anymore with any sort of confidence. Um, I know you've got an opinion there, but um, I just think Mizzou just sits box seat, hopefully off the fence and can just present when needed. And I think it's fit in form. I reckon you've got to stick with it.
0: I agree. I think this horse didn't it balance up well last start. Um, I thought it was getting cuddled by Sam Clipping at the three or 400 and looked home for a long way out. Profitee's second line of betting, and I don't know how you can have this horse second line of betting and take any trust. He comes out, he flops out of the gates in that lightning, comes across, smashes nature strip, and then he's probably drifted 12 lengths across a field. So... I don't know if he was just a bit horny that day, if, um, if he's had needed the nutsack release or what it was. And maybe he's had that. Maybe he's had a milking since. But no, nah, Mazu for me, I think 330 <laughs> seems a great price, unless Profiteer has been demilked. The Furphy Canterbury Steaks, uh, Forbidden Love is on the quick backup. Uh, she loves the wet. She is Ian Thorpe. Um, but a few of these are Lighthouse 420, Private I 550. Laws of Indices, interesting runner for Nisham. 550, gets um, Tommy Berry. And then down to Wild Planet and Dallas and a couple of your favourites. what do you think of the backup? Do you like horses that back up? Is Forbidden Love a chance?
1: Forbidden Love is definitely a chance. Um, The backup in this instance, I think, is good because they know the horse goes its best on heavy 10, heavy 9. They've got it while they're here, so they may as well run again. If you get back-to-back wet weeks, wouldn't you just go back-to-back? So... I reckon that's, that's the plan with them. I think it actually might roll to the front here and try and control it. If it's a bomb leader's track and they're not making up any ground, I just think it wins. There's not much you can do about that. Um, Bowman gave it a peach last start. He was fantastic. Um, a couple in behind, so Lighthouse will probably take the box seat or try and get close enough. I think that horse might have just had too many runs this prep. It could be getting close to the end of it. Pretty sure this is now run seven for it, so happy to risk it. Um, special reward is another one that's had a fair few runs, but I do think it's a chance. It's got a lot of really good form around it. Just one at odds. I just wanted to make a quick mention of was wild planet. So it's done nothing. Um, hasn't fired a shot to two starts. Um, just ran into a couple of real bomb leaders tracks at Caulfield. So I just think it had excuses. They've now got the heavy track. It's had one start on a heavy where it split Classic Legend and, uh, Krone. That's awesome form. Um, finally gets the heavy track again. I don't think the Hawks have come over here just sort of hoping for the best. I think they've identified the wet track. And I reckon it's massive overs at that $20 quote.
0: There you go. I reckon you own a few of that horse's hairs, Jackson. You, you'd just be at, I think if it wins, you've got to get a tattoo or something of it. But I've got to agree, it does. It, the soft and wet form reads really well for Wild Planet. So already 26 into 17, so who knows. Only Private Eye, it's coming off three trials, which... Joseph Pride is a smart, smart trainer, and he's giving a horse that goes well, fresh, three trials, leading into exactly what his go is, which is a wet track. He's two from two in the wet. He won, I believe, an Epsom in the wet in, in a really, really wet go. Um, his, his track and distance is really nice, and he's already 11s into 550. So we may have missed a price, but if Private Eye as wound up as I think, I think he's a really good chance in this race for sure. We go to race eight. And this is a big one. Um, I don't know if it's a big one in terms of a betting perspective, but I think it's a big race in terms of the fact that it's a Ram with guineas and so many good horses have come through and won this race. Animo's $1.80, conferred $5.50, Halal five fifty, ran the Quinella with Animo last time out. So that's a trifecta from their last last race. War Eternal 13s, Coast Watch 23s and then 23 for the rest. Is it as simple as a dollar eighty is sort of... It's just what it is, and he just goes out and wins. Or are there a couple that could sort of threaten him on the weekend?
1: No, I don't see any of these horses getting near him. I think some of them would have to start running now. Map um, oh. wise, we've got military expert who'll roll forward. Draw in the car park should try and lead. Converge won't be too far away. Um, but yeah, Animo will just slot in midfield somewhere. Um, J Mac will present him. Funny that Tommy Berry got the, got the spear as soon as J-Max back in town. I thought that was pretty interesting, but it um, doesn't matter. J-Max just got to stay on board, I think. The only way this horse doesn't win um, is if it stays in the gates for me. So that, that's, that's as much as push, uh, push as I can give. If you want to look at the numbers, um, you know, 2.7 above benchmark last start, that was second up. Everything pointed to a flat run then and it still uh, gave that performance. So that was huge. This, this thing is trending to go through the roof here. Um, to be honest it's the best three-year-old we've got at the moment so I find it very hard to, to see anything getting near it
0: I'm struggling to <laughs> say anything after that it's a but fair rap Jacko is eighty too short for you or what do you do so as a punter do you try and find something to run second or third do you play a win bet do you multi it into something you like earlier in the day how do you play it as a punter
1: I'm not huge on multis. Uh, I might do a couple here and there, but just in this particular instance, I think $1.80, if you can try and boost it to $1.90 or $2, depending on where you bet, just go for it. Or even have half your bet now and see what sort of price you can get on Saturday and then have the other half then. I just think there's no other way to play this race other than on the nose, Animo.
0: Fair enough. I I would have liked to have seen a a, a bit of a drier track and I reckon Halal would have been a little bit of a chance to get near him but I do agree up to 1600 animo just I think it's just his go. We roll over to the other headquarters in Melbourne. Um so we roll over there we're going to go through races 6, 7 and 8. Um and we kick it off with the Blamey. So the Blamey sees a return of the big Zark, Zach, the Zarkinator over 1600. Um Jamie Carr aboard $2.10. Mr Brightside's 420, he's coming out of a Probably a pretty stiff run, I reckon. Craig, you didn't give him the greatest ride first up, but 4.20, an inspirational girl on the same line. Corner pocket, tell you what, not doing a lot wrong. Um, all you can do is win, and he, he got a really nice um, racing pattern as well, corner pocket. So $9 and then 26 the rest. What do you think? The return of the, king, of the big fella, he was probably touted as a, a genuinely strong Cox Plate chance before copping an injury, and then he won the Emirates. Are you with him or are you against him?
1: I don't want to be against him. I'm not going to say that. I'm definitely going to be very, very weary of him, but he's a mile first up. He's drawn gate one and he's got Jamie Carr. And we know what sort of form she's in at the moment. She's, um she's in a bit of trouble actually at the moment. So not sure how confident I would be at $2. I know you've just, you have sort of flopped the background up there of the big fella, but um, look, I'm actually going to take him on. Not with, not with, and a massive amount of confidence, but there's a couple of horses. I just think are better, you know, prospects from a, from a betting perspective. So the first one is inspirational girl had that first up run was off a really long break that was in the CFO. It actually finished alongside I'm, um, I'm Thunderstruck. So both of those are really good runs. That was off a massive break and was able to run just over benchmark. So that's a pass mark. I think it, it'll take a lot of benefit from that. A lot of fitness, really good foundation there. And I think if they, if they start to make up ground by then at Flemington, I reckon it's a massive chance of upsetting Zaki here. Damian Lane's the best in the land. As we know, I think he's going to get it, give it every possible chance, get it to the outside and see what she's got. The other horse who's going to be at the opposite end, right up the front is going to be corner pocket. You touched on that. He just continues to win. He's running time. He has that awesome racing pattern. I think he actually might lead this lot and try and just skip away from them with that race fitness, which he's obviously got over this lot. So I'm going to be either end of the spectrum. I want to be one up the front and one out the back swooping.
0: Well, I couldn't disagree anymore. Um, I, my background says it all. It's a, I love that we've disagreed on it because it's a horse that we both really like and we think it's got some serious ability. And we know there's some massive races for this horse. I actually thought you'd be with me. So I am a little bit stunned, but I just think 210 is crazy odds. I really do. I think we're getting a seriously good price. I think it jumps much shorter on the day. I think it's around that $1. seventy-five mark. I think Jamie Carr from gate one can take a bit of a position. I don't think it has to get too far back. I think it can be in the first, maybe two, two to three pairs, if not hunting up and doing what it did in the Emirates. Um, I just don't see anything beating Zaki in this race. If he comes back in the order, I think he has. They've obviously taken their time a little bit to to give him his first run, this prep. Um, You know, you look at other horses that have come back, they're already in their second and third runs, and this is now his first up. I think 210 is just a spectacular price for a horse that was touted as one of the best we have last preparation. And I think he just goes on with the job and, I'm happy to be on at 210, similar to your animo sort of story. I'm just going to take the 210 and 230 or whatever I can get. It's all about the king, King Zark. I'm looking forward to seeing him back. We love the horse. I think there's something special about him, so I'm excited. If you couldn't tell already, maybe I need to be milked soon, a bit like forgot, uh, a, bit, a bit like profiteer. Um, Australian guineas. We move on. The return of Profondo, and they've taken him down to Melbourne for the first time. Um, interesting. Gets gate 15, so 420. Itotsu it the Derby winner's 480. Couldn't have been more impressive there. Will be huge here. Captivant 750, pin striped, Not doing a lot wrong itself. 750, forgot you 9s lightsaber ranch hand. Good race, really good race. They've assembled a, a really good field. It's a strong field. Um, is it a trifecta's race? Is it a Quinella's race? Is it back a few? Do you love one? Talk to me.
1: Yeah, I definitely think it's the best race of the weekend. Class-wise and depth-wise, there's a lot of really nice horses here. Obviously, Hitatsu, the derby winner, Profondo, spring champion in its third start. A lot of really nice horses on the up, too. So, Pinstripe, there's no ceiling on it yet. Where is he going to get to? Captivant, I think, is going to peak for this. Um, forgot in there as well. So, I just think it's an awesome field um, back to front. Speed-wise, I think Profondo, I'm not sure where it gets to. They might try and lead. I'm not sure where they get to with that 15 from 17. Um, lightsaber and rhino will roll forward both of those will make sure that's a it's almost a staying test for a mile i think what that does is it actually finds out a couple of runners who are going to be first up both of those being Hitotsu and profondo they're obviously the first two in the market and i think they will come in for support on the weekend but i'm actually going to play around them and and try and go for a bit of value so first one i'm going to give a good push to is captivant so you're probably looking at 650 or sevens we'll see what we get on the weekend I think it maps beautifully here. It's it's third up. They've definitely aimed at this race, the Snowdens. I just know that it's been a target for them throughout this whole prep. Finished off really nicely behind Pinstripe. Just had a really nice running transit. Just topped him off nicely. He now gets up to the mile third up. He's running time. Um, Wasn't the hottest race behind Pinstripe. I know Forgot You came out of there as well, but I just think he's an excellent chance, and I'm happy to take the $7 on him. And the other one I just touched on before was actually Forgot You. So forgot you, they, they threw the blinkers on him first up, which I was really surprised about. What, what I was even more surprised about was that money coming for him late, which was spectacular. You love to see that first start blinkers on and the money coming. So maybe we went off one, one start too early, but I just think he's an excellent chance here as well. I think they're going to get back again. He does get a little bit flat-footed at times, but once he winds up, I think he's going to be a massive chance also.
0: He does have that flat spot. and. I think Flemington just suits him really, really well. It gives him an opportunity to wind up. If he has that flat spot, he's hopefully still got 250, 300 metres to get there. I'm with him. I think $9 is a really good chance. Um, I backed him first up, not expecting a lot. I just wanted to be with him for the entire preparation. And I couldn't have been more happy with his last 200 metres. He was back last on the fence and then got to the outside. Eventually, had to weave a little bit and just smash the line for fourth. As you said, the money for him was relentless. He was 480 on the tote. Um, he's paid $9 on the fixed or something. So they they really came for him. I'll be interesting if they do similar on the weekend. Forgot you each way for me. As he said, Profondo, like, where where's he get to? Like, do you really you, you got a horse first up, probably looking for an extra 400 meters as well. Gets gate 15 first time in Melbourne. Like, I don't know how you could possibly have these horses a $4 favorite.
1: I don't like the price, but look, talent-wise, I do actually think he's the best horse in the race. He's a $2 million colt. He's got all the flash. He's got all the style. But I just don't know if this is his race on Saturday, and I definitely won't be taking $4, put it that way.
0: Bit of a lay of the day there, I reckon. Um, the last race we're going to cover in, in depth is the Bobby Hoisted, and Malkovich goes around again after running in the Oakley Plate last weekend. 4.60. Maliva 550, Brooklyn Hustle. Fuck, it'll it could jump a dollar eighty the way these punters back this horse. It's seven bucks. Enthar sevens, Sword of Mercy eights, all banter twelves. And how can I leave out? It's me, Jackson. Is it me? Is it you? Or is it us? Talk to me about this horse.
1: Yeah, I think we've both landed on this one just quietly. Fourteen dollars might be able to get better if you shop around, but just think it's an excellent chance. If you go back, I know it's a long break between runs, but if you go back to its Kosciuszko win, it was fucking electric. Just set off the speed, presented and just absolutely bomb them. I think what they're trying to do here is, number one, dodge those heavy tracks in Sydney. Don't know if that's his go. They're definitely looking for for some firm ground. They'll get that here at Flemington, so that's a check. I think the gate is okay. I'd rather it be drawn out away from the fence. Um, not sure if they're going to split up the straight. We'll see what happens on Saturday, but I'm happy to take the risk at $14. I know it's got a lot of class. Kavanaugh doesn't take many horses over here. So there's definite intent there. Second up, if it's not flat, I think he can only run well.
0: I don't think I need to add a lot more. I'm completely with you. Jai McNeil aboard as well and gets 54 kilos. Mm. If Malkovich comes is on the back and doesn't come up, I don't see I don't see another bet for me in this race other than it's me. And even if she runs top three, you get four bucks the place, and I think that's just fantastic. Um, I thought she was overs the moment I looked at the market. So. Funnily enough, we both agreed. Anything else you like around, the, not around the country, but in, in these meetings that we haven't we haven't covered at all? There's obviously good racing on both bookends of the card. Is there anything you, you like that we haven't mentioned?
1: Yeah, I, I'm quite keen on Yonts in the last at Flemington. I think it's an excellent chance. Uh, should be around the $3.20 or $3.30 last time I checked. I reckon that's actually a steal. You might get um, a lot shorter than that on Saturday. Just continues to impress this horse. It's on the up. There's no ceiling on it yet. I think it's got all of these covered talent-wise. It just needs a good steer from there from John Allen. He can butcher them from inside gates. He's been known to. Um, but I just think it's an excellent chance. 310, actually, at the moment. So more than happy to take that. Four from four. It's on the up. It is its first prep. That's the only knock. So when when is it going to come to the end? When's its, when's its uh, conditioning going to peak? But I just think it's got one more win left in it here, then tip it out for a spell this horse has definitely got some group and black type uh, sort of quality about it. So happy to happy to sort of step in late here.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I like John's too. I've been with him nearly every start. Um, I think three tends a great price as well. The only thing is that gentleman's Roy's nice racing pattern. going to be on the speed. So you're going to have to reel him in, but yeah, agree. Um, race three for me, I found one at some odds. I've actually don't mind two in this race. Found one at odds. It's come down from Sydney, Superium. Now it gets 62 kilos. Oh, John McNeil, again, I feel like I sort of love this bloke. And I, you know what? I do. Two and a half lengths in behind Lost and Running. And if you go back and watch the replay, what we'll do is we'll try and get the replay up for our viewers. The horse was stuck in behind the ruck. And then its last 100 meters, it actually took, I thought it took ground off Lost and Running. I thought it was a really good run. My only query is 62 kilos. Um, but I think $13 to find out is a really, really good price. Um, so, yeah, that that was sort of just the value runner for me. And at Ram Week, I'm just looking forward to seeing this nature strip race. I just, I hope they run and I actually wouldn't mind seeing it in the slop and just letting them just, you know, stand in a phone booth and just knock, try and knock each other out. I reckon it'd be fantastic. Another favourite part of this show that I love, and last week it was a tone, it was, it is exactly what we're about here at second again. We love running second. Um, Jacko, you're Western, mate. Talk to me. Have we found one over that part of the world?
1: We found one West, boys. Um, look, I don't want to get too caught up on last week. Chris Parner, man, like he's, he's usually got my back, but oh fuck me dead. For anyone that <laughs> wants to go and watch Comes a Time, it was race seven at Ascot last week. If you want to go and watch a, a heartbreak story, go and watch it get the tissues ready. Um, The race this week, though, we're actually going to go to the first. So hopefully that the boys are up by then. That'll be sort of late afternoon, 3.30. Number five, Arcadia Grace. So I'm backing up on Chris Parnham. He's not going to let me down this week. I'd much rather see C. Parnham than W. Pike next to it. Put it that way. This horse has got a lot of talent. We're looking at $4. Um, It's in a small little modest field. There's a few horses that are on the up, so have to pay respect to a couple of those. There's a couple in there with some nice records, but talent-wise, this horse has got panels on them. It'll probably sit last, and there'll be a few heart attack moments, don't you worry. But Chris Parnham will lift this thing. Boys, give it strength. Arcadia Grace, number five, race one, Ascot.
0: I love it. Jacko's Western in the first, and that's only at 3.30 or so, so... It might even be before a lot of the Group 1 racing, so fill the pockets with a nice $4 shot from the West. Jacko, it's been a pleasure, always is. Um, Hopefully, we find a few winners this weekend. I'm just praying that we get this Randwick meeting because I reckon it's going to be an absolute beauty.
1: Um, Mate, happy punting. Can't wait for it, mate. Let's pray, let's hope and pray we get this Randwick meeting in because we're second up and we're primed.
0: Awesome, mate. Second again, boys, over and out. Thank you, lads. Good on you. Bye.